Hi, ladies. Welcome to our podcast, The Millennial Girl Way, the podcast that highlights real millennial women doing a damn thing by turning their dreams into reality. So today we have a very, very special guest on our show, recording artist Kissy Lee. Kissy is a talented R&B artist and songwriter who's collab and written billboard hits for artists like Jacob Lattimore, OMG Girls, Tiny Harris, and Jacquees, to name a few. Under the management of celebrity manager Johnny Cabell, she's had two collaborations with Kiki Wyatt that landed her the opportunity to go on tour. Despite the state of the world we're in right now, Kissy is still making strides and moves. In this time, she's landed a feature with Taylor Girls as well as wrote out her own new music, most notably her new single, My Love. Kissy, we want to thank you for taking the time to come on our show. Um, it's an honor. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, starting off, can you just tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got it started in singing and songwriting? Yes, I actually um, started singing when I was six years old was when I found out I could sing because it's definitely a gift. Um, (laughs) So I um, started out in theater um, doing like improv and commercials and stuff in Denver, Colorado. And so to me, it was professional what I was doing because I would get paid for some of the things. But Colorado's <laughs> not really a music city. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. when I got to Atlanta, maybe about five, six years ago, is when it turned more professional. When mm-hmm. um, That's when I got into the songwriting side. And um, I started getting placements on all these artists. Like like you said, Jacquees, Jacob Lattimore, Kiki Wyatt, um, Tiny Harris. Like it was just, I never even knew that was a field, songwriting. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really got real professional with it. So was it when you started working with them, that's when you um, started your songwriting career? Or were you already like writing songs and writing your own music? Well, yeah, I was always writing my own music because I just didn't know that other people could write songs for me. So (laughs) I needed something to sing. And so when I got to Atlanta, they were like, oh, wow, you know that people need songs. So, (laughs) right. So Ian Burke, actually, he's a really big um, music figure. And he Mm -hmm. introduced me to a lot of producers and stuff. He showed me like how to do the songwriting side. Right. What is that? What is that process like, like creating music um, for other people to sing, if that makes sense? Like, do you sit with them and get to learn about them? Like, what is that process like for you? It's different depending on like what city they're in or if it's like super big artists, like, you know, I may not always get a chance to get in the room with them. But Mm -hmm. um, like, so if it's an artist that I'm submitting records to and they call me about it, I'll study their Instagrams. If they have videos out, I'll study it. And then I'm like, oh, this should be their vibe. And then usually they'll (laughs) tell me like, okay, this is what they want to talk about or this is what we're trying to give them. And so boom, then I'll write it that way and submit it. And then, mm-hmm. but I really love being in the room with the artists. Like when I'm, in, I've been in the room with Jacquees and Jacob and Kiki, and it's mm-hmm. more fun that way to me because then I'd be like, okay, lay a melody so I can hear what yeah. how they would yeah. approach it. Off and of then, that. yeah, and then they'll be telling me their stories, and then I mm-hmm. can switch it into a way where it sounds like a song. 
Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'd imagine that is much different than when you're sitting and writing a song for yourself. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, does it take a certain amount of vulnerability to, to write a song for yourself and even other people, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. That's my answer. <laughs> it's a song that I actually gave to Johnny Blaze because I just think it was perfect for her, even though it's really, really personal to me. Like I was crying right now, so I was going through yeah. a lot. But I felt like when I met her and we got to be close, I was like, oh, this is perfect for her. Um, but <laughs> I like, yeah, definitely you have to be very vulnerable and in touch. Like uh, when I'm going through things, I, I, for some reason, I probably should just be crying in a corner somewhere, but I end up writing <laughs> to some track or something <laughs> and it comes out really well. So, Yeah. Is, so does that come easy for you? You know what? It really does. And I, I hate to say it. Uh, I think it's just a gift that I have, you know, and from God and, I want to say, like, it's this crazy process, but, like, melodies just come to my head in my sleep sometimes, and when I'm driving, I write a whole song in the car while I'm in traffic, and then I won't even write it down, and then sometimes I'll get in the booth, and I will never write a lyric down, and some you have to send in the lyrics for, like, iTunes, and I'm like, I never wrote it down, so I have to listen to it. I imagine that takes, you know, just a certain level of confidence to even bear your your vulnerabilities and like your heart out for people to hear because there is like this special connection with music like when I listen to certain songs and, you know, you can feel like an artist's pain or when they're happy um, and it could just be an alter ego thing and it could be a song that doesn't necessarily relate to their life but um, how how did you build up the confidence to actually be vulnerable and like put yourself into your music for other people to then hear and listen to and judge yeah I think because I started so young songwriting I never mm-hmm. had an insecurity about it because you know when we're younger we do things with so much just yes. hey I did this yes. listen mommy <laughs> so um and my Right. And so it just, people was liking it since I was a little girl. I've been in the studio since the fourth grade. So, and I was performing um, in Colorado. We had Juneteenth festivals and we had like single day mile festivals and I would Mm -hmm. perform at church. I write gospel songs when I was younger. So it never was a thing like, oh, they might not like this. I was like, oh, I wrote this song. I'm about to perform it. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) I never had that type of thing, but it is a confidence of get in the studio when, when I'm with another artist. I'm like, oh, I hope they like it. I'm just mm. going here and act mm-hmm. like this is the best line in the world. <laughs> and so I have to like gear myself up and be like, oh, this is, she's going to love it yeah. when I get in there. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to kind of go deeper into that a little bit. You know, you saying that you've been performing, you know, since you were younger, making songs since you were younger. And as a kid, right, you do have, I mean, your confidence is just unlimited as a kid because yeah. things are not that serious to you. You know, you're not mm-hmm. thinking yeah. about um, how other Society. people are looking at you. And so I always say that, you know, your childhood is like the best because mm-hmm. all of the world's problems are like they have nothing to do with honey you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying um so <laughs> you know being that confident and you know going after what you wanted and creating songs and things like that you know as you grew older um and really started to get into the business was it different for you were you 
um, at that point then encountering, you know, people in your ear saying certain things or oh, know, yeah. the pressure? Yeah. Like, it, how was that? Definitely. Yeah, that is definitely a big difference. Because, like, I feel like kids are, like, around six years old. They, I think it's some type of psychology experiment that at six years old, you kind of know exactly what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. So, boom, that's all I ever wanted to do. When I got into the professional songwriting side, I've encountered situations where I've had to rewrite a song four and five times in the same session. And it would knock me down a little bit. Every time when I'm in there with legendary big producers with number one hits, and they'd be like, uh, no, you need to come harder. They would like, I'd be in the studio until seven in the morning trying to, mm-hmm. I still have songs I still haven't finished. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it only made me stronger because even though you may have a gift, you still have to put the work in. So to me, I just took that as like, shoot, I may have a natural thing, but I got to make it to where it's on a level. And so that was just to me like a boot camp, a training camp. I didn't let it knock me down. And there was times when I cried, I was like, oh, I'm just not good. And then, um, but I would still bounce back because it's just something that I love to do. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times when you, when you have that passion, right, you're willing to see it through, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it takes grit to be, you know, exactly who you want to be. And no one, no, no one who has a success story can ever say that it, it didn't come without trials, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and going into that, you know, with the the creative process, whether that's making songs or creating music or anything, even your artistry and image, um, have you ever felt pressure to, you know, sometimes be something that you are not? Yeah, I guess you could say, like, as far as, like, when it comes to styling, like, even when I went to this audition um, to be in a girl group one time, and I came from Colorado, it's not like a very, we're not, Atlanta's a whole different fashion game, you know? So yeah, I, I wear, like, I still wear sneakers and flats and like, I like to be comfortable, but still cute or whatever. And so I went into the audition. I have my little flat song and I'm singing my <laughs> song. <laughs> and the lady was like, don't you ever come to an audition with flats on? You wear heels. And this, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking I sang my face off. And right. she worried about what I had on my feet. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> so it's different things like that. Like, okay, I didn't know. And so um, just like, you know, how to dress and things like that. I had to just start getting more comfortable with, like, okay, you know what? This is what I'm aware. And this is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. so I had to just get more comfortable in like not letting people be like, this is what you you have to wear if you're an R&B artist you know what I'm saying (laughs) yeah absolutely I just had to get more confident in that side of things yeah and I really feel like there's such a large emphasis on um women's you know style and Mm -hmm. appearance and just their whole persona in music um I feel Mm -hmm. like it has its own life like a life of its own outside of the music you know Mm -hmm. um and so I definitely can understand, you know, that is like, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of artists feel like, you know, oh, wow, like now I have to really be on. Um, and that's right. kind of intimidating. 
Yeah, because I'm like, I can, and I had a, I have, a, my baby's t- about to be two now, but after I had my baby, I cannot wear heels, and imagine <laughs> if it was like forcing me to wear heels, honey, you know, my, the way my weight was leaning, no, it wasn't going to happen, and my feet was swollen, no, <laughs> right, right, so it's just about like not letting it all get to you, and I like now um, the way the world has progressed with women, that a lot of artists are making us more comfortable and confident, and we can still do, we can do what we want to do, as long yeah. as we are confident, your confidence shows through anything. Yeah. Absolutely, it's much easier to build your own unique audience, and I also feel like there's this promotion of, like, the multifaceted woman, because, yeah. you know, even with music, I feel like artists, they probably do want you to sing a certain type of song and be this one image. And it's like, you know, just like you mentioned, you have a daughter, like you can be mm-hmm. a mom, you can be an artist, you can be a writer, yes. you can be all these things. And I feel like mm-hmm. nowadays, I finally feel like people are embracing that, that mm-hmm. women come in many different forms, but we can also be many forms just as one woman. <laughs> I mean, honey, mm-hmm. we do so many different things. You just don't, I, oh my gosh, it's a constant turmoil. But like, mm-hmm. I just, I agree with you. Like, it, and I appreciate Cardi B just so much because I feel yeah. like she broke a barrier when it came to being a new artist and having a baby. She didn't even have an album out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Granted, she had love and hip hop and all that stuff, but still, we took her serious as an artist and yeah. her to have a baby even before and the album still slapped. And mm-hmm. to me, even though like definitely Beyonce and a lot of people did it before, but to me, Cardi B was the most impactful in people's face. Like, look, yeah. I'm going to do this and I'm still about to look good after and I'm still about to bounce back. Like, it's really just not that hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can yeah. pop a baby out. I've watched Kiki do it many times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she has performed at nine months and then did a show three weeks after still breastfeeding. Okay. Oh my like, it, it's not, we are super women. All of mm-hmm. us. <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, yeah. and one thing that you mentioned Beyonce, you know, she quoted in one of her songs, she's like, you know, we're strong enough to bear the children and then get back right back to business, you know? So, yeah. Um, I definitely think, you know, that's true. And the, the whole thing about Cardi too was just like, she was really performing, performing at like mm-hmm. seven months I've pregnant. It was crazy. Her performing. Yeah. It was so yeah. good. Like some of her Coachella photos. I mean, full blown. Listen. Yeah. And then you see how now it's, but I just want, I don't know if everybody be like, I'm singling Cardi out, but after mm-hmm. Cardi, it's been so much easier for us to be pregnant and still do what we love to do. Because yeah. I've had a lot of big, producers and big music executives tell me that my career will be over if I had a baby so mm-hmm. when I got pregnant I was like I thought I was like you know what it's probably a wrap whatever mm-hmm. and what's crazy is I ended up signing with my new management when I was six months pregnant and he believed in me mm-hmm. still and yeah. we did have issues with like getting certain things done with other people that he was trying to bring in while mm-hmm. I was pregnant because they couldn't see it men couldn't see it or whatever but we're still like making big strides and it's just yeah. like I just love how the world changed that quick um mm-hmm. just to let us be comfortable now young miami can boom she's still a yeah. city girl because we're still whoever we are but mm-hmm. besides having a baby yeah 
Yeah. So I just love it. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, even getting into, you know, kind of how, how men perceive, right? The music mm-hmm. industry, as, as most industries, are male-dominated. Um, yeah. You know, they, they control all the resources and, you know, they're able to um, mold women and make women into what, you know, they want their, their persona to be really. Um, mm-hmm. And even controlling, like how you were saying, pregnancies and um, not believing that a woman can truly, you know, be a, a mother 100% and then also still pursuing her passion, being a, mm. an artist 100%, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so how have you had to kind of navigate that as a female in a, in a male-dominated industry? Well, for a while, that did bother me because they would really, I, a lot of times I'm the only girl in the room, yeah. and they would just have these deep, deep conversations about girls having babies. But then I'm just like, it would scare me because I love music so much. I'm like, dang, can I not have a baby? And can I not live a life besides that? And I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for Kiki being in my life to just show me, you know, that she's pushed through all these years and she got a big, beautiful house with yeah. all her kids. Everybody got a room, you know what I'm saying? She's still booked. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's crazy. I just stay quiet when they start talking like that. And it's always my goal whenever I work with a female artist um, to always be her confidant. Like when I hear them having these conversations, I always hope that she's, you know, open enough to still talk to me on the side. So I love working with female artists the most, especially the ones coming up even after me and before me too. Like, don't, Mm -hmm. don't even take all that in. You just do what you do and you be great. And you know, it's going to be all right. And I I love that you, you, you take that on because not everybody is as solid in like you know that you can still do it. and whatever whatever these men are saying it's like all right okay but okay. I like that you know you look towards any other women in the room like listen you know don't listen to them because some people right. do hear those kind of conversations some women do hear those things and start to think differently of themselves and their abilities mm-hmm. and what they're capable of and it's yeah. you know up to women like us to be like girl no like I really like that you mentioned cardi b because mm-hmm. i think about her you know she's a rap star that you know that's not music but i mean sorry mm-hmm. that's not um r&b but r&b yeah the the other big artist is Nicki Minaj, and you know Nicki Minaj waited a long time Very in much. her career yeah. mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. to have a family, and you know she's just mm-hmm. getting there just now. Um, yeah. And I just wonder how much of that was influenced by the fact that mm-hmm. you know there. I bet powers. you, I bet you, a ninety five percent. I yes. guarantee you. Yes, I, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. People were probably in her here her mm-hmm. entire career saying, you know, once you have a baby, like it's a wrap That's for it. you. You know, yeah. you can't. Yep. You, you know, and so. Um, seeing that that change and just even how boisterous women are now in um you know the music industry is just so different Mm -hmm. i love the change it's not like we're not trying to be bigger than you like whatever because i like me a strong man and carrying on but i'm just like don't sit up in these rooms with females and they're very impressionable and telling them Mm -hmm. they can't have children because they want to do something that that God gave them a gift to do. God gave us a gift to breed children as well. God gave us a gift to do whatever we want to do. Same as you, sir. Yeah. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, I just, I'm very passionate about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know earlier you mentioned, you know, working with Kiki Wyatt. 
And mm-hmm. I just want to say, I did watch one of your videos. Um, you have a song with her called All the Way In. Yes. And <laughs> in the video, you guys just had such natural homegirl vibes. You know, it was so <laughs> cute. Um, so, you know, what was it like going on tour with Kiki and, you know, building a friendship with her? <clears throat> It's amazing. Like, I never expected it. I just started literally as a professional songwriter for her. Um, Her team at the time liked two songs that I wrote. They wanted her to cut them, and they brought her in the studio, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is big. And um, so I was a little nervous. (laughs) And when she came in, she was like, girl, we eating. You see these crumbs on my mouth? We eating Taco Bell. We drinking Hennessy. We having fun. (laughs) So it was an amazing time. And then she like invited me to get my nails done like a day after. And I was like, oh my. And so like, (laughs) I like went to get my nails done with her. And it was like, she's really cool. She's so down to earth. And then I actually started off being her background singer on tour she um had me come out and then she was like and you could perform a song during the set and i was like wow and then eventually when she seen me putting in the work um she was like okay you could open for me so she would take me on tour and i would do two songs she's like i'm not going on stage unless uh kissy can do two songs like she would tell all the promoters so it's just been amazing like and then just to watch how she engages the audience how she hit her notes how she is just uh, it's just a great learning lesson. It's better than school. <laughs> yes, That's, absolutely. I love that empowering women. Watching her, did you learn anything about yourself or who you wanted to become as an artist at, at the result of like touring with her and opening for her? Yes, definitely. I always like. I just love her homegirl, like friend feeling. Like I love how the audience reacts when she talks when she like you know what I'm saying how she just mm-hmm. have a normal conversation on stage and then hit a note from the angels <laughs> of heaven yeah. and then I'm like, I'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> okay come on I have pneumonia today but um <laughs> there's no real quick <laughs> here you go <laughs> and so it just like I always because I feel like I'm that friend I'm the home girlfriend I'm like all my friends call me with their things and I'm that friend who like, girl, why? I told you not to do that. I told you don't take that. So I always want to be that on stage, like how Kiki is. So I definitely learned a lot, yeah. Um, and and to someone like Kiki as well, you know, she's like an actual real artist. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times in the music industry, um, at least nowadays, it's all about um, you know, a person's following. Um mm-hmm you know, who has the most cloud and sometimes that, that real artistry is, is lost, you know? So Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, there's a variation of talent, actual talent level. Um, (laughs) you know, not to to be shady, but let's just ain't shade, ain't shade. (laughs) It's the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Because no, because I've had that, I've been running into those issues once I've Mm -hmm. really focused on my artistry these past, um, year and a half or whatever. Kiki is a great friend to me. I don't care our age difference or nothing. Like, she's funny as heck. Like, she's cool. And, honey, when she posts me, I get, like, at least 
500 followers no matter what like and yeah. it's not about like and i'm not looking for clout like it's if you talk about analytics like even though she only have she got like a million plus followers and some girls may have however many but her mm -hmm. followers mean something and they really fool with her you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i just want people who really fool with me like i'm not worried about hanging out with the cool girl or dating the the certain person to get a certain thing. I really just want people to feel some type of way when they hear the song. Yeah, that genuine connection. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's amazing to see in, you know, the in the world that we live in too. I mean, I do think yeah. that there are a ton of um, talented artists, but there are a ton of artists who, you know. <laughs> I just saw a post where they were like, what if Barry Gordy was wondering about uh, Stevie Wonder's analytics before he right. signed him. We, we wouldn't have no Masharia Moore. We wouldn't have nothing. We what you mean? Analytics? Mm -hmm. That boy was blind and playing a piano and everything, harmonicas. He don't know nothing about nobody's analytics. Exactly. What if they was looking for that and was like, I mean, shoot, you only got like a certain amount of followers. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, Right. <laughs> <Stevie> <laughs> <Wonder>? <laughs> I mean, even, you That's know, just the, the really, really talented artists. I mean, the legends. I mean, someone like Prince, you know, they would have told him, hey, you right. don't have enough followers. I mean, this man can play every, could play every instrument there was, you know. Right. But and he's very antisocial. Yeah. He very, right. excuse me, rest in heaven. He was, <laughs> you can tell, he was very anti. Mm -hmm. He uh, not was king of with shade. That. Period. <laughs> he he to was throwing like shade a before we were calling a shade. <laughs> Hello? He was going to be a tick what? A tick and a who? Right. Uh -uh. I'm going to play this guitar and sing this song and wear my little outfit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think, you know, there, there's more of that that's needed, Um, that, that real artistry, that real care about um the actual yeah. art. I mean, it's an art. It's a gift. Yeah. So, it's yeah. It's an art, honey. An art. Mm -hmm. Um, I love a performer. I love, you know, someone who can hit those notes. That excites me. That does something to me, you know, so. Me too. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Everybody who I love, like, that's the type of people I love. Like, I love the fun girls, too. Don't get oh, yeah. me twisted. Yeah. Like, I'm fun. Like, and I just, like, but I know what I love to do. I love to get on stage, and I might hit a different note that I never hit before. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes. that's the type of things I'm worried about. I, I right. cannot be pressed about how many Karen uh, I'm trying like I do my TikToks and stuff and things for fun like and if it go viral in my cover it do like but I, I love to hit some notes and do some different things on stage like, yeah. yeah so if there was something you wish you knew before you got started in this industry what would it be <laughs> different things I knew before I would um time management <laughs> oh. <laughs> because Girl. you know like if you have like um i've worked regular jobs and stuff and you're like you better be there on time or you're not getting your check or you might get fired mm -hmm. but with the music it's more of like an artsy like oh if i get there i get there and but you still have to take it more serious you still have to be consistent you still have to treat it like you're going to a big office um so i would have got my time management together better earlier and 
I guess consistency as far as like because what I do love doing TikToks and reels and stuff and like I have a friend she's a big influencer on TikTok her name is Makila J she got like over three million followers and she treats it like she wake up and that's her thing her job mm-hmm. she make a million TikToks like she get flued out by TikTok and <laughs> I was like for real no she do <laughs> and I would have like I'm getting better at it but just to watch her I'm like the consistency of it like no yeah. matter even if nobody else is doing the trend she's creating the trends that people follow and that's why they pay her you know what I'm saying yeah. like my consistency yeah. my time management if I would have known that before I probably would have been more ahead if as far as the analytics then yeah yes we're really learning that now Mm -hmm. like it's yeah (laughs) yeah it's real so real yeah you it's like you need that now because Mm -hmm. everything is virtual everything is social media Mm -hmm. um yeah and I always say like like you were saying your friend she wakes up she religiously makes her tiktok videos and it's Mm -hmm. actually real work yes honey (laughs) I'm worn out (laughs) right (laughs) room be a mess all these damn outfits Uh, (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy but it's like people want to see that people want to see you know how creative you are and um people Mm -hmm. also need Consistent. I mean, we get bogged down by so much um, like media and just thing, different things coming at us. So people still they need to see you all the time, or you're gonna be mm-hmm. forgotten. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And so, um, yes, yeah, the time. That consistency is important. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Definitely, I think people. No matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people used to kind of try and downplay the creative, right? The people who we're working for themselves or doing something outside of the norm. And now we have people like your friend, you can make a, a full-time career just off Baby. of social media. She, okay. it's amazing <laughs> to me. Yeah. I was like, girl, what? How much did you rent? And you still, what? She yeah. is living. Yeah. Like I, I living. Wish. <laughs> I know. It, it, it takes, I like that you mentioned time management because that's something like we even struggle with trying just trying to find the time and then keeping yourself committed and on that journey and mm-hmm. making yourself like okay no one else is really setting my day-to-day nope. to-dos I gotta like get my get up start working you know keep myself on schedule yeah. get here on time like it's all yeah. on your shoulders okay. they were saying like happens. a person with an ebay store or like a big you know like etsy account can teach mm-hmm. a better business class than a professor can because oh, they push themselves and they know exactly what it takes mm-hmm. a professor may not even have a business but it's teaching us right. about business he can teach us the numbers and things but somebody literally hands-on like i wake up every day and be like this i'm gonna send my orders now i'm gonna organize who just ordered i'm gonna post some more mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like they mm-hmm. can really teach us what yeah. that is time Real world experience hello uh we both went to business school and um <laughs> everything that we learned about business has been real world um research on our Listen. own mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing to do with school <laughs> nothing to do with school no for real i'm telling you that's why i'm like my baby i'm just like she's only two now but i'm really i'm coming up with things like because i have to teach a whole human being so i have yeah. to like i want her to be ahead of the game 
Yeah, absolutely. And and it's all about that next generation. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Um, yeah. So, you know, going back into your career and, you know, things that you, you want to do or see, um, which artist's career would you like to emulate? Like, who is just, like, the biggest inspiration to you and you think their career is just, you know, where you want to go and why? I would say if I had to choose one person, I would choose Babyface. Oh. Um, yeah, because he is a songwriter. He also had a label. And he also was an amazing, still, all of these things, he still is, and an amazing yeah. artist. And like he's still relevant. And he's still writing songs for people, Absolutely. little do we know. He mm-hmm. called Beyonce, like, I got this song for you. She'll fly out. <laughs> yeah. She'll be flewed out, okay? <laughs> and, <laughs> and to me, he's just, like, just the most biggest inspiration to me. I didn't even know when I was younger listening to the TLCs and the um and the wet and the exhale soundtracks and things like that that he was the person behind all of this and that's the type of songwriter I want to be um I want to still be an artist and still be like oh I got this song because I know every song I write is not for me I learned that and I want to be like oh dang I feel like Tiana Taylor can cut this and then I want to be able to call her and she's like oh yes bitch you know what I'm saying (laughs) like I just, <laughs> I want, I just love how his career is. Yeah. Yeah. But, and let's just, Babyface is super talented. Okay. Okay. <laughs> whether that's singing, I mean, whatever he puts his hands to, I mean, he's mm-hmm. a lot, one in a lifetime type artist, you know, mm-hmm. so that's, that's for dope. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what would be... Um, like one piece of advice um, that you would give to you know our ladies in terms of pursuing their dreams um, or following their passion yeah following your passion just do it like <laughs> no matter if you have if you want to be a vlogger girl start on your uh, Samsung or your iPhone and start it <laughs> and boom yeah. whatever free editing app iMovie is free on iPhone Girl, mm-hmm. just go on YouTube. They'll teach you the little cuts and things. Like, just whatever you want to do, just start it. Start it. Yeah. No matter if you feel like you have everything you need, you got yourself, boom, yeah. post it, and then learn from what you post and be like, ooh, and then keep watching other people <laughs> in your field and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this next time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just if it's, your, if it's something you love to do, you're never going to get tired of learning something new about it. Mm-hmm. And just do it. Like, because my friend, she's starting her um, pressing business with t-shirts and stuff. And she's like, oh, I want to post my website. But I feel like I, she's like stressing herself. I'm like, girl, just post the daggone website. Yeah. And then just post some stuff, like whatever items you have on there, sell those. And then keep adding stuff. Like, just post it, girl. Because yeah. you're already getting sales yeah. on the DMs. So if you've got a couple things, like, just start it, you know what I'm saying? And then what, things will start, you'll start adding on. And that'll let you know how serious you are. If you start it with whatever mm-hmm. you got, then, and you stay consistent, be like, okay, let me get this camera. Let me get this light. You know what I'm saying? Like, just keep adding on. That's a, and that's a really key piece to starting your journey is, like, just begin. Because I do think that sometimes if you give yourself enough time, you'll get too much in your head and then you'll never yep. get it. And then mm-hmm. five years will pass and you're like, damn, like even this idea of like millennial girl way with Shay and I, like we had this idea 
let's say eight years ago, but we didn't start it until maybe four years ago. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's at the very base level, um, mm-hmm. there's always room for growth. And that's that's the goal. You you're going Any, to grow. Anything. Yes. Yeah. But you have to start in order to then grow. <laughs> if you don't yes. start it. Yeah. And it's okay if the views mm-hmm. is low in the beginning, all of that. Yeah. Just start it. You know, we, Lay your we foundation. make ourselves believe that things are much harder than they really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We really, we really do. And a lot of people, um, when I got to Atlanta, started songwriting. And I was always been an artist my whole life. But mm-hmm. I got so deep off in the songwriting. And producers were like, just wait until you get a really big hit and then you can focus on your artistry. Boom, this and that. And I'm like, well, damn, I'm going to be 50. <laughs> but <laughs> but and eventually, I just had to be like, you know what? I'm going to always be songwriting. I'm going to always be writing songs. And luckily, I got with um, the right team. He was like, you can do it all. And, um, you know, just do everything that you want to do. Don't let people tell you, you got to have this to have that. You know what I'm saying? Just do it. There's so, I call it YouTube University. Whatever you want to do, you can learn how to change a diaper. If you want to change diapers for your living, you can go on YouTube and learn how to do it and boom, start. Yep. (laughs) YouTube is the goat. Period. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to take a second and talk about your song, My Love. Um, I when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is an instant hit. Um, that Candy Rain sample was just amazing. <laughs> I love that Thank song. You. Love, love, love. Um, Thank you. So it seems like the music industry is really big on uh, recreating samples right now. Um, mm-hmm. For you, is there a, you know, a strategy to picking that perfect sample? Like, do you just pick a song and then look for ways to sample it? Or, you know, do you sit and just really think about, you know, the direction you want to take a record and then you choose, you know, the sample and things like that? How did that record come about? Yes. Well, I always know what type of energy I want to give. Like, I like energy. I like good feelings. I like good vibes. And so I always want something with like hard drums, deep bass, even if it's going to be a ballad, it's going to be a bop. So if a producer bring me a track, I'm listening. A lot of producers make samples. I'm like, oh, this one go. Like, it has all the right instruments. Yeah. And so that's what I look for is, like, a nice bop. Like, we can get dressed to it in the morning. We gonna be, we could be in traffic in the morning and be still hype. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or it could be in the club and we hype. Um, that's what I look for. And since the beginning of the time, people have been doing samples now. Motown, a lot of them artists, um, I can't remember all their names, like the Supremes and all of them, they all have the same tracks and did different songs. This has been happening since before we was born. Even with the 90s with Diddy, all them songs were samples. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's just about the energy and just putting the, it's a science to songwriting. Um, you definitely take your time with it and you be like, okay, I got to say the right thing if I'm going to do this. So that's how I look at it. Well, it's a dope record. Um, Thank you. (laughs) How has it been for you? Like just seeing the reaction? Oh my gosh, this one right here has been amazing. And it's, um, having, 
people who are new to me go back and listen to my other stuff and it's just a great vibe and then like even um the radio's been picking it up v103 in atlanta has been showing so much support yes. radio stations are picking it up the video's over 500,000 views now and it's only been like four weeks and um it just makes me so happy because i just want people to love what I love. <laughs> yeah. So it just really makes me happy. Congratulations on that. And I can just Thank you know, you. I can tell you're really happy. So that's really <laughs> nice. Um are there any other upcoming projects that you want to share with our listeners? Yes, I'm gonna have a remix for my love coming soon. Ooh. And you know, <laughs> with some nice little features. And then uh -oh. um um, and then um, I also have a new Christmas record coming because I'm a December baby, so I'm all about okay. the holidays. And so I have a Christmas record coming. And then um, my EP will be dropping first quarter. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, that's so Can't exciting. wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I'm happy about that. Very nice. So can we kind of expect to hear that same, you know, type of vibe or is it just a... Yes. Okay. It's always going to be R&B. Everything's not a sample, I'm going to tell you right now, but it's still a vibe. Like, everything. Um, if y'all go back and listen to my real EP, too, um, that mm -hmm. I dropped last year, um, I, there's, like, a couple samples, but then there's some features with Kiki Wyatt, Natasha Mosley, and Sammy. I got original songs, too. Um, so I think that real R&B lovers and shoot some new R&B heads is gonna really love it. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I love, like, we don't get enough new R&B music. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on, really. It's been a lovely conversation. Yes. Thank y'all so much <laughs> for having me. I love y'all um, questions and I love your um, show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so that wraps up our yeah. interview with Kissy Lee. Kissy, we just, we want to thank you for joining us today. We had a great time um, and we cannot wait to share your story with our listeners. And ladies, before we let you go, please don't forget to rate and review our show. Uh, let us know what you think. And, you know, we want to make sure we continue to bring you the content that you all love. So we'll talk to you ladies soon. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>